This episode is brought to you by teachers and your local karinderia. Pareho silang turo-turo. Hello everyone, welcome to the Lex Files. And it is a very warm, not windy enough Monday afternoon. I hope you've had lunch, and I hope uh, you are well. Today I would like to talk about a very recent experience that happened just yesterday, actually. One that made me think about a person's art journey and who they encounter when they look for education or for teaching. I was recently contacted by a friend of a friend and they said that they were looking for for a mentor or at the very least uh, some art classes because they wanted to go back to their art. I of course happily obliged and we discussed what they needed, what they wanted to see, what um, what medium they, uh, they wanted to use and uh, if they had a particular end result that they wanted to achieve. And when I saw that uh, this person had, uh, had the eagerness to learn, and when, they, when, when I saw that what they were looking for was something I could teach at the drop of a hat, I said yes. I, of course, asked um, this person if they'd ever had art classes or art workshops in the past. They said yes, and pointed to a particular artist. A local artist who I, who I think was not her match. Why? One of the first things um, my, my learner from yesterday said was that the, the, one of the very last comments of this art teacher regarding her, her, her work is that she still makes art like a grade 5 student. And if you think about it, an adult said to another adult after some, uh, after some drawing classes, that their art was still like a five-year-old's, or no, not really five-year-old, but uh, was some somebody from the fifth grade. That was a that was a huge warning sign for me, because as a as a as an art teacher, and as somebody who's been teaching other people um, various artistic pursuits like theater and voice and whatnot, um, I know very well that that's not a good final assessment uh, there are very many reasons for that um, and I will explain them first is you never want to tell somebody that they haven't grown up after everything that they've done after every bit of effort that they've put out to achieve um, some form of victory in, in, in their art journey or in, in whatever task they have it's uh, it's a crushing blow 
for your very mentor, your teacher, the one that you've trusted to to educate you, to tell you that you haven't done enough. Second, it's a huge implication for uh, for me when another when another artist is expected to teach you uh, at the very least to uh, you know to to be capable of 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 expanding and expounding their art and then they're the very person that tells you that you you you, you failed because this is reflective not merely of the artist that was learning but also of the teacher that was educating at first of course i didn't want to be too judgmental i didn't want to um create this one-sided non-existent animosity between myself and her former art teacher but as soon as we met and when we sat down and i uh, she showed me her work you know her her work from those classes I realized that yes, this this person definitely was not teaching the um, the the correct process for this uh, particular learner, because teachers in the Philippines are often forced to teach in a single way, a single way that makes their work easier, faster, and um, in many ways less hands-on. Why is that? Because, number one, they're not paid enough by the government or by the, by the institutions that hire them. Number two, they teach in very small classrooms with too many students. And number three, they're not always equipped to handle the learning processes of different uh, students of today. In the past, um, again, this is me sharing an opinion based on constant observation throughout the years. But in the past, students did not necessarily have to be aware of their learning processes or their learning uh, their learning styles. It was mostly expected of them to sit down, shut up, listen, read participate on occasion, shut up some more, answer the right questions, submit your, your, your tests, shut up again, and then leave. Of course, that's a, that's a gross generalization, but I think many, um, many adults now listening to this episode will agree that they were not expected to to be dynamic in their learning. Whatever the teacher provided would have to be sufficient enough information to achieve um, good scores or to, uh, uh, to be fully functional students in the, uh, in the academic setting. And alas, that is also the same thing that happened to my learner and the teacher she chose prior to me. When she, um, when she told me that this person, this teacher of hers, former teacher of hers, focused mostly on using 
purchasing method or, or, or a direct copying method, the, the teacher did not have enough time to educate all of the students regarding their learning style. Because tracing and copying or, or, or grid copying and all that is just a single learning style. That is how most young artists or children learn. Unfortunately, with the student, she was no longer happy with the tracing method because she wanted to be a dynamic artist. She wanted to be capable of creating um, creating images or rendering images that were from her imagination and that perhaps she was thinking, what if I don't have a reference uh, to, to use when I want to make art, but I still want to make art. Before anybody says that um, tracing is bad or, or grid drawing is bad, it's not. The reality of the situation is everyone started out, as I've said, a copyist and a tracing artist. That's how we all do it when we were, uh, when, when we were children. We saw something we liked or we were presented something that we were supposed to do and we would repeat it. We would copy um, clapping, walking, eating vegetables. Th- these were all um, these were all actions, feats that obliged us to mimic the teacher. And that's the problem with um, with my student's previous teacher, she was no longer looking for tracing. She was no longer looking for grid work. However, the teacher that she encountered only saw the necessity to teach what they knew and how they knew it, how to do it, and there was no other way out of it. Which is terrible. Not for the teacher, because the teacher already knows everything or believes that they already know everything. But uh, competent, capable artists who after a few sessions would be able to draw very skillfully in comparison to their previous work or to their previous, uh, previous results before the lesson. But with 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 my conversation with this um, with this new student of mine, despite having several sessions with uh, with his teacher, she remained a grade five artist, which would have been fine if she were grade five. This upset me immediately because. I, I I noticed with the way that she was talking, she she um, she was parroting certain habits of this teacher. Um, she would be too critical. She would immediately go to the eraser to correct any mistake, instead of having the certainty of of line work 
that didn't require a mistake or that or that didn't create mistakes or that didn't require you to constantly erase um, your 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 lines my first lesson or my first exercise with her was to make her draw a shampoo bottle and after 15 minutes she had barely begun to draw the the entire shape of the bottle a shampoo bottle doesn't have a lot of corners it doesn't have a lot of definitive shapes it's mostly a it, it's mostly a rectangular uh, object with a spout or a cap and then some designs in front and what she was doing was she was focusing too much on getting it right instead of getting it done well there's a huge difference particularly for artists who are who are focused on quality of work as well as time and satisfaction because when you want to get it done right every line every object or every movement that steps out of that is wrong but when you want to get something done well it means you're not aiming for perfection but you are aiming to make a vivid lifelike believable representation of an object and i know that to a lot of other teachers and to a lot of other artists this might seem apocryphal or even <clears throat> even sacrilegious but this is this was her learning style she did not want to create realistic drawings she wanted to create believable drawings drawings that would not only look real and trapped or or, or encased in 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 the in in the realm of reality but um but she wanted to create drawings that would have life in them drawings that would look good to the eye and to the spirit and this was a this was one of the biggest problems that the teacher created for her instead of solved for her indeed what is the danger i mean what how many um how much danger is it i mean when a student asks a teacher and the teacher cannot answer that's scary for for uh, for an adult who has dip, uh, who has become assured of their ability to teach <clears throat> it's it's become um it's become a nightmare because as a teacher you are expected to provide everything that the student will ever need if not for the subject it would be for the rest of their lives especially if they're going to apply the subject that you taught to their career but what happens if you don't know how to teach this particular learner what happens if 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 they're a very physical touch based action centric learner 
and you're more of a discussion teacher. You like talking about uh, your 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 topics and your lesson, and you like showing them how to do it instead of making them do it. What if your teaching process is vastly different? There is nothing wrong with an art teacher saying that they cannot educate somebody or that they cannot provide the education that that person is looking for. There's absolutely nothing wrong with that. It might be different from an academic point of view, especially if it's in a school, because again, teachers are spread so thinly both physically and mentally when it comes to educating your students. So my heart goes out to a teacher who has to teach 40 to 50 students in a class and go through the same lesson in different classes per day. Because they have to assess every classroom, find out who the fastest learners are, find out who the slowest learners are, and somehow find a middle ground or teach well enough the smart ones so that they can share their knowledge with uh, the, uh, the, uh, the slower learners. And there are slow learners, guys. You, you as a teacher whether in art or in, in, in more academic um, settings, will find slow learners. And these people need your, your respect and your love and your, and, and your attention just as much as the fast ones, probably more, uh, more. And let's face it, some of us are slow learners. I am a slow learner. Someone out there, it, it might be finding it difficult to grasp or accept the truth that they are slow learners, but, well, survey says. I was so... I was so disappointed and upset with how her former teacher handled her learning that I actually said to this student, I can teach you in three hours what he meant sessions. Guess what? Yeah. She agreed and she proved it. She showed herself to be a capable, dynamic, and spontaneous artist who was able to to render a believable object a, a believable mundane object on a piece of paper with some help of, uh, from yours truly of course but in three hours she was finally able to say I can draw she was finally able to look at her work and not be ashamed There's a huge difference between teaching some uh, teaching somebody what to think and teaching somebody how to think. 
as a teacher in a perfect world, in the most ideal of settings. We would love to have the strength, ability, and wherewithal to pinpoint every need of a student, of a learner, in any subject, and drill them through it, or power them through it, or walk them through it. We would love to have that strength to lead the student out of the fog of ignorance so that they may be able to answer questions with determination, with spontaneity, with confidence, and even the right amount of humility to say, I don't know enough about something, let me do some research on it before I give an answer. And man, if I were in her place, I think I would have I, I, I would have walked out and never come back. And I think that's what she did. She walked away from that particular experience and went into my teaching and my 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 method and found something that worked. And I always try to give that disclaimer when when uh, whenever I teach. I might not be the best teacher for you or your your friend or your child because a lot of parents are looking for art teachers for their children when in reality they don't know what the kid really wants the kid might like to draw but they might not want to be a determined artist or a full-time artist when they grow up so I have to tell these parents look Mrs. so-and-so let me be a good friend to your to your kid let me show them what they can do. Let me give them all the options that I can provide and that their very young minds can accept. And then we can decide what to do next. So if you are, if you are a student and if you are looking for someone to, to educate you, I'm not saying it's me, but if you are looking for somebody, try to be sensitive enough to find the right teacher for you. And to be honest enough to admit if you have a particular learning style and look for this te- look for the teaching style that would work with you. Don't be afraid to ask questions. You are not there to be uh, you are not there to draw like them or to do calligraphy like them or to paint like them. If you, if that is your goal, there are teachers who teach like that. They will teach you a particular set of skills that will allow you to look like their work. Or to, that will allow your work to look like theirs. Which is fine. Dear teachers, if you you recognize 
that a student is beyond your skill, or if not skill, beyond your understanding, if you realize that their learning method is not like yours, is not like your teaching method, don't be afraid to say, let's just finish finish this session, I'll recommend you to someone else. I know it's scary to admit that you cannot provide the right answers, or that you don't have all the answers. But that's, that's the reality of the situation. You are not the only source of knowledge. You are merely a small pool or fountain of knowledge and, and wisdom. And they can choose to drink from you or for some, from someone else. Don't be scared to admit that you can't provide that, that, uh, that education necessary for them. But if you do find somebody that matches your teaching style, if you see someone willing to learn, willing to go through the motions of starting from the very beginning of their, of, of their current skill and grow, teach them everything you know. Teach them the thrill of making their very first master stroke. Teach them to laugh at their own mistakes. Teach them to be capable of standing on their own, making art that satisfies them, and perhaps in the future, if it is part of their goal, or if they realize that it is, their, it is part of their goal, teach them to be capable teachers as well. Thank you very much for being with me. I look forward to seeing you again in the next episode. This is The Lex Files, signing off. Goodbye.